Welcome to The Agrarian Pastor, a podcast where we return to the roots of shepherding. My name is Clint Humphrey, broadcasting from the foot of the Rocky Mountains. Hope you enjoy. On this episode of The Agrarian Pastor, we're going to ask the question, are pastors the same as pet sitters? But first, let's hear our proverbial Spurgeon for the day. It is not the load, but the overload which kills the horse. And Spurgeon comments, The little too much is the last straw which breaks the camel's back. Very few think of this in reference either to men or horses. So think about that one. It is not the load, but the overload which kills the horse. Pastor, you might be loaded, and that is good. It's a good thing. It's good to be busy. It's good to be busy with fruitful labor, but watch out for the overload. Keep a bit of space free so that you're not overloaded by the surprises of this week. And that is your proverbial Spurgeon. Now in this episode, I wanted to talk about the difference between a pastor and a pet sitter. There's a lot of confusion about what pastors are supposed to do. We live in an age of consumers seeking out customer service. And so a lot of people, they can come into the church and they think that the pastor is there to be a pet sitter, to not shepherd the sheep, but actually to pet the sheep, to groom the sheep, to wash and clean the sheep, to be a companion to the sheep, to spend all their time with the sheep. And in doing that, um, the result is then the sheep, the people in the church can have this expectation that they be pampered and clothed and fussed over. Uh, I was just talking with uh, a pastor yesterday and he was talking about the divisions in his church and uh, certainly the divisions in view of uh, some of the current current climate, current challenges we're all facing. And he just pointed out that uh, people were very picky about, say, the quality of their music, about the production value of their online material. And he was just thinking, wow, we're doing the best we can. It's really difficult. Um, And yet, People are are so fussy about having their conveniences met, their comforts met. And this poor guy was just, uh, he was broke down by it. He was just really wore out. And and, and it's because he was running around as sort of a a pet sitter, as a pet walker, rather than a, a shepherd. And yet that's kind of what people were expecting him to be was this, this type of person. But when we look, for example, at 1 Peter chapter 5, uh, Peter writes in 1 Peter 5, 1, So I exhort the elders among you, 
as a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, as well as a partaker in the glory that is going to be revealed, shepherd the flock of God that is among you, exercising oversight, not under compulsion, but willingly, as God would have you, not for shameful gain, but eagerly, not domineering over those in your charge, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. Well, just a couple of quick observations to note here is that you have these three different descriptions that are commonly associated with pastors. Peter notes, he he speaks of being a presbyter, uh, an elder, and he, he describes himself as a fellow elder and he's talking to elders. But the elders are commanded to do the work of shepherding. So you have the idea of shepherding there. And then he also mentions this idea of oversight. You're to exercise oversight. And so in in the original, that's also then gives us the derivation for our word episkopos, or, or, or episcopal, I should say. It's from, from the original uh, episkopos. And so you see then the combination of the presbyter, um, the this episkopos, the and and then the shepherd. Now the now the word for uh, shepherding is poimanita, and and it is to shepherd the poimnion, uh, shepherd the flock. So you're so there is this flocking of the flock. That's what you're to do. You're 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 flocking the flock of God. You're so. You're, you're so caring for them and looking after them that you're guiding them. Now, the other interesting thing that, that Peter uh, points out is that the pastor who is shepherding the flock, they are to be, he says, an example. They're to, you, you can see it there, being examples, verse 3, being examples to the flock. Well, the word there uh, is tupos, and it's it's that idea then of of being this kind of template, or like like the old typewriters that used to strike a, a page and then leave then this outline impression. Well, that's what that's what pastors are supposed to be. Of course, pastors are sheep too. But one of the things that happens when you're an example in this way is that an exa- an example leads out in front. So the example in this case this shepherding is going to lead out in front. You're leading the sheep to where the sheep need to go. You're following after the chief shepherd yourself. You're not staying petting the flock. If if being that example meant staying with the flock so that so that they never move but that they're petted and groomed and cared for in that way, they would starve to death. They would never move on. They would never journey. They would never follow the chief shepherd. And one of the things about discipleship is it means we're always on the move. We are always journeying. We are always, as it were, marching to Zion. And so you're not staying there petting the flock. Another thing to keep in mind as well is you're not chasing the flock from behind. Uh, I've dealt with cattle most of my life and uh, been a cowboy. And one of the things that cowboys do is 
they chase the cattle from behind. So you, you know, you, you they call it riding drag. You're you're riding in the in behind of all of the herd, and you know you hoop and holler, and your horse, you know, you kind of keep your herd together, and your horse pushes them forward. Uh, you're chasing the flock. The 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 cattle run away uh, from you. Whereas with sheep, uh, you're actually leading them out in front. And all shepherds, they, they'll lead from, they can call their sheep, as we know from John 10, even the examples that Jesus offers in his own example, the sheep hear my voice. They know me. Well, that's the, the voice of the shepherd. But, but pastors are to lead in that way too. They're to be examples, tupas, out in front. They're leading out in front. And then the, the sheep then see that they need to move from where they are to where they need to go to keep following Jesus through life. So this is what's needed is to be actual shepherds, to, to be flocking the flock, to, to help them continue to stay together and stay on the move. Uh, to keep being drawn further and further on uh, towards the good and green pasture. Well, that's that's just a thought for all of us to consider as we get back to uh, the agrarian roots of shepherding. This has been the Agrarian Pastor. I'm Clint Humphrey. Hope you'll join me again. If you've liked the Agrarian Pastor podcast, subscribe for more and maybe send it on to a pastor you know, someone who needs to maybe get back to their roots.